0: Me better than the last me. All I've been fit was in this truth and compassion. And whenever they askin', I be, I be, I be praising. I be, I be, I be, I be praising. I be, I be, I be praising. I be, I be, I be. You just heard "Praising" from the album The Intro by Denise LaShawn. Go check out Denise LaShawn's music on Spotify or any other music site. It's Wednesday. I'm going to take How God is Encouraging Me and share it with you. Welcome to Encouragement Wednesday. Hey, everyone. So this is new. Um, it's new because it's Encouragement Wednesday. Now, I just really um, wanted to come on my podcast because... I'm going to be adding something new to it, to the fact that every week I don't have a interview episode with a guest. I just want to encourage y'all. These are going to be very, very short. Um, most of the time it's going to be through scripture because to me, um, scripture and the Bible just really encourages me um, because through scripture and the Bible, God encourages me. And, and, and honestly, I just think Jesus is the best and that's where true life and identity comes from. And if you're not a Christian or if you're if you're not a um, someone that is a believer that loves Jesus listening to this I still think you're going to get a lot from this encouragement Um, and just take some time to hear me out on these encouragement Wednesdays um, and see if you're encouraged and if you have any questions let me know but I just really think sometimes we just need pick-me-ups and I've been going I've been in a season where I just feel like I've been neglecting letting people pour into me as much as um and when I say that encourage me as much as I try to encourage others. And I'm not saying that I'm just this the best person ever and I'm always encouraging and no one ever encourages me. That's not what I'm saying. What I am saying is sometimes I stiff arm people's encouragement towards me. Um and instead I encourage others and I champion others, but I don't let people I don't receive the encouragement that I need. Um because I want to pretend like I'm good or I have it all together. And that's just not a good place to be, because when you do that, you can't grow, you can't change, you can't deal with the hard things in your life, and it's just not a really good place to be. And so I am trying to just do better to really let, ultimately, first, Jesus encourage my heart more by reading his word, by just sitting and letting, and just being reminded of the beautiful things that Jesus speaks to us about. Um. And just the reminders and the revelations that he gives. And so as I feel like I get those or I feel like I'm being encouraged by something the Lord is putting on my heart, I'm going to regurgitate it to you guys. Um, That way, hopefully you can also be encouraged by it. Um, But I really am trying to take more time to sit still and hear um, just from the Lord uh, for my life. And so today's first episode, um, I actually was so uh, about four or five years ago, I used to blog um, a little bit. And I had like one of those WordPress.com blogs. Um, I'm sure you've seen them or a lot of people that you know have them. And so I stopped blogging about four years ago. But the other day, I think yesterday, I just pulled it up just to see if it was still up, you know, and it was and I was just reading through some of them. And it's just so interesting sometimes to go back and read things that you've written um, Because sometimes you're reading it and you're like, did I write that? In the sense of you can't just imagine you yourself writing those words. For me, it's because sometimes I'm like, wow, those sound so profound in a lot of ways. Um, that couldn't have been me. But it was just like that season of life was pretty sweet and pretty good. And I was a little bit more clear headed. And so I was articulating things a lot better and very well. And so it's just so interesting to see how to go back and read those, the Lord is using them to in my season now. And so today's encouragement, um, I'm actually just going to read you one of my old um, entries on my blog. And I just reread it and reread it um, the last two days. And it's just really opened my eyes um, just to really where I need to be um, when it comes to my posture towards the Lord. And so I am going to read it to you guys and I hope it encourages you. So um, this entry was actually called Desperate Heart. What does it mean to be desperate? If someone says they they are in a desperate need of money, you automatically assume that if money does not come through for them, something really bad might happen. If someone says they are in desperate need of food, you can start to assume they may have not eaten in a while. They have tried all options they can think of and nothing has come through thus far. Sometimes you hear a child tell their mother they are desperately in need of a game. Um, and we can assume in this case that that child believes the only way they will be completely satisfied is if they obtain this game. Sometimes my students, at the time I was working with students, side note. Okay, so continuing reading. Sometimes my students tell me, Miss Margaret, she's so desperate. Which in middle school lingo means that the girl will do anything to get attention or approval from a certain person. What do all these scenarios tell us about the feeling of desperation? It comes when no other options are left. It comes when you believe this one thing is the only thing that will absolutely satisfy. Desperation will cause you to do anything to gain the acceptance of whatever it is you want, and it will consume your thoughts until it is until it is attained. Desperate is very strong, powerful word, powerful word, and as we see is characterized by an extreme state. Well what if I was desperate for God? What would that look like? By my definition, if I was desperate for God, he would be the only option I had. He would be the only person that I would believe would completely satisfy. He would consume my thoughts and I would only care about God's approval of me and what he wants for me. I would be on my knees begging for God to move and work in my life daily because my life depended on it. What if I was desperate for God when there wasn't a crisis? What if I was desperate for him in the most joyous moments of my life? He again would be the only option I had. He would be the only person that I would believe would completely satisfy. He would consume my thoughts and I would only care about God's approval of me and what he wants for me. I would be on my knees begging for God to move and work in my life daily because my life depended on it. Different, different questions, same answer. Crisis or joy, my posture towards the Lord should never change. My whole life, I have heard the word desperate for God thrown around as if just because you're a Christian, that is your automatic attitude towards the Lord. I'm so guilty of using such powerful words to describe my walk with the Lord, yet the way I live my life does not reflect the words I use to describe it. This, uni- this new year, the 10 days we have had of it so far, and again, this is from an old blog, so it must have been right after the new year. <laughs> this new year, the 10 days we, ha- we have had of it so far, God has been waking me up to this reality. Do you believe your life depends on knowing me better? Do you run to me first as if I'm the only option you have? Will you only be desperate for me in crisis, or will your heart be desperate for me in your most joyous moments? To be honest with you, my answer is no to all these questions. I have forgotten my life depends on him, spiritually and literally. He gives me the word for my heart, but he also literally gives me the breath I need to live every day. He allows me to wake up every morning. He allows me to have another day to know him. If that is all true, I shouldn't just want the Lord because there are many things in life I want, but I'm okay without. I should be desperate, desperate for him because I cannot do without him. If our lives were branded by desperation for Jesus, can you imagine the intimacy with him that would come with that? Could you imagine how much your desires would change to be God's desires? Could you imagine the sweet obsession you would have towards our Savior? I wish I could say that since I have been convicted of these things, my heart has changed. However, right now I'm still in the process of, Lord, my answer is sadly no to all these questions. I need you to give me a desperate heart for you. Nonetheless, as my heart is still being changed, my perspective has changed, and these questions have been shaped have even shaped the way I view love and give grace to people around me. So I'm asking God for a desperate heart in times of crisis and in times of joy. Yes, this blog had more what if questions than answers, but I'm okay with that. I end with this. Pray for a desperate heart. Your life depends on him. Um, I was really learning a lot of these things then, and I'm learning them now, of just what it looks like for my heart to be desperate for the Lord. But I love that I ended with, I ended with how I ended it, um, where I was basically just like I'm not there yet and I'm praying for a desperate heart and I think in this season of life right now I'm praying for a desperate heart and I encourage you guys to do that as well just this heart and posture towards the Lord of I need you not just in crisis but in joy like I just literally need you for life you started my life you created us from the beginning I was reading Genesis um earlier today well just a few minutes ago and you know, everyone knows the story, but just the simple of, you know, starting in verse 26 of Genesis one, um, when God decided, let us make man in our own image, according to our likeness, you know, and then going on to, um, when he did create us in 27. So God created man in his own image. He created him in the image of God. He created that male and female. And then after he created us, um, you know, in chapter two of Genesis, that's when he said that everything was complete and he was, it was good. And yeah, it it was good. And he called us good after he created us. And, you know, I, I read that and I'm like, man, we did nothing to just to be on this earth. Like he just formed us. Like we are his creation. And so he sustains our lives and, He is the one who gives us breath and life, literally and spiritually. And everything we do, our life completely is dependent on what the Lord is going to do and how he's going to sustain us. So if that's the case, then like my whole life should be in a posture of, I need you. I need you. Anyways, so I hope that encouraged you guys and look out for these every once in a while on Wednesdays when we don't have an interview, but that's my encouragement Wednesday and have a good day. Bye guys.